This week is Zayin Adar, and Zayin Adar is also mentioned in the Gemara, in Akchilin and Yaakov too. And this is from Maseches Megillah, Dafyud Gimel, Amud Aleph. Hippilpur hu ha-goyral. So the Gemara quotes a pasuk in the Megillah that says that Haman uh, casted a lot. And it teaches us like this, that in fact, he tried many lots, but Tana, we learned that when the poor, when the lot fell in the month of Adar, he was extremely happy. Not just happy, but Simcha Gdoilo. Omar Nafali Pur Boy Moshe Rabban. He said the lot fell on the month in which Moshe, their leader, uh, passed away. The Gemara concludes, But he didn't know that on Zayin Adar, Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, but also on Zayin Adar, Moshe Rabbeinu was born. How does that help? So Rashi explains, that Bezayin Adar Noilad Moshe, it's uh, actually all learned from a Pasuk that it doesn't say it clearly. The Pasuk only tells us in Yeshua that uh, the Yidden crossed the Yarden on the 10th, on the 10th of Nisan. And if you count backwards, it took them three days to get ready. And before that, 30 days of Avelus of Moshe. So it comes out that Moshe passed away on Zainadar. The question is, how do we know that this is also when he was born? So Rashi says, because the Pasuk tells us the day he passed away, he says, Ben Mavesim Shana I am today 120 years old, which means that Hayoim Malu Gemara says in Kiddushin, Moshe Rabbeinu is saying today, my life has become complete, meaning that my days and my days, my days, 120 years old, he passed away. But that's when he said, today. As if to say, today I became 120 years old. So now we know from a drasha, from a pasuk, from the word Hayyim, that his birthday is the same day as the day of his passing. But how is that greater, in a way, to the point in which the, the, the Gemara is telling us, he only knew that Moshe passed away on Zainadar, but he did not know that he was born on Zainadar. As if to say that, well, that's why the month of Father is good for the Eden and not the other way. Rashi says, The day of birth is worthy enough, in other words, powerful enough, to cancel out the day of death. And we really need to explain this a little further. Because it really would make sense to say the other way around. A person is born, so he's alive. 
Then comes his death. That pretty much cancels out his birth and his life. Right? Here Rashi is saying, no, the other way around. The day of... Yes? Rashi tells us that the day of the death, the day of the birth actually cancels out, cancels out the death. Yechaper means atones. Yechaper could also mean clean up. We will see this later. But we need to explain really how. How is that? How is that that the day of the death um, is canceled by the day of the birth, which happened way before? We also need to explain many different, different things. If I was the one writing the Gemara, I would say, and Haman didn't know that by the Eden, the Yotzite is a very big thing. It's Yom Zaka, it's a big schos. So he was happy that it fell on the Yotzite of Moshe. Yotzite of Moshe is a Hilula, it's a big Yom Tev, it's a big, it's a big thing, right? The Gemara doesn't mention that. The Gemara acknowledges that the death of Moshe is somewhat of a problem, but nonetheless, there is the birth that is stronger than that. So we need to explain all of the things. And, but however, I want to start with trying to explain, if he was so well-versed in history, how come he knew that Moshe Rabbeinu passed away on Zainada, but he did not know it was his birthday? Okay, so if, if Haman knew that much, Zainadar is a special day in our calendar, how come he knew only about the birth, about the death, and not about the birth? The reason why Haman knew the day of the death of Moshe, but not the day of his birth, is, is pretty simple. Bichlal, just like I explained from Rashi, that looking at the Psukim, you could easily figure out the day Moshe Rabbeinu passed away. Because clearly in Yoshua it says, when they cross the Yarden, clearly it says, prepare yourself for three days. Clearly in, in, in uh, the Chumash it says, they cried for 30 days. So you could just go backwards from a written date and figure it out. Moreover, the passing of Moshe was near Umasailam. It was Moyav. They were right near Eretz already. The Goyim were around there. They mourned for 30 days. It made big, big, big tumult. Um, so therefore, his, his passing is easy to know. However, his birth is not something we knew. By the way, what happened when Moshe Rabbeinu was born? His mother hid him for three months. So his birth was actually a hidden subject. So people didn't know. Ah, we learn a drosha from Ben Mavesrim Shana Nechayayoyim. So David said that Mistamet this drosha, even though everything was given in Sinai, but the Talmud Vasik who was revealed. This drasha from the Pasuk Ben Mavesim Shonan Echayoim, we learned that he was also born on Zainadar. This wasn't revealed to everybody. It was only Yechides Gula, definitely, that the Chachamim knew and passed it on from one generation to the next. But not that this is something that was known to everybody. Bepnimius, Chsidis explains what is the difference between birth and death. If we are going to compare one to Elem, 
concealment and one to Gilui revelation. It is, it seems obvious that which one of the two will be Gilui? I would say birth. The child is revealed. Now we know who he is. Um, then there is the passing in which the person disappears, basically. That will be Elam. Chsidi says that is exactly the opposite. It's exactly the opposite because Leido is actually what is Elam. And Istalkus is Gilui. The Neshama comes and hides itself in a goof at the moment of the birth. The Neshama departs and reconnects and takes that spiritual form that is its original form. That's the moment of the Istalkus. That's the way it is Beplimius. But it also comes out Begashmius. Comes out Begashmius because at the moment of a birth, nobody really knows what's going to be with the person. I'm going to bring a pasuk to explain this in a minute or a few minutes. As opposed to at the moment of a person's passing, his life is an open book. We know all about his accomplishments and so on. So his life becomes begilui more at the moment of the death. On the other hand, his birth, everything is Be'elem. Everything is Be'koyach, there's potential. What this person may become, we don't know. So therefore, being that Chesidus associates birth with Elem, concealment, and death with Gilui revelation, it is no wonder that Haman only knew about the death of Moshe and not about his birth. But now I want to bring you back to another question. Why was he so happy that it was in Adar? You know, the month of Av would have been more uh, auspicious, perhaps, for his plan. Number one, clearly in the Pasuk, in Chumash, it's written that Moshe Rabbeinu passed away in Av. Uh, sorry, Aaron Akoyen. Aaron Akoyen passed away in Av. Also, the Chuban, which was fairly recent at the time of Haman, Definitely that the people in Parasumada knew about the Churban by Zrishen. That was very recent history and that was in the month of Av. So why is he more excited about the fact that he falls in Adar, linked it to Moshe's passing, rather than in a month in which we know? The answer to that is that the whole plan of Purim, the whole plan of Haman and the Geula of Purim, was the fact that we went from Hepechachayim to, to, to Chaim, to life. Uh, their plan was about Lashmid, Gulabet, Inhalate, completely. So therefore, what he wanted, he wanted a time, not only that's a time of bad luck for the Yidden. He needed a time in which the Yidden are vulnerable. He needed a time in which the Yidin were left without any protection. And when he describes that month, Samach Simcha Gdoilo, he says, Yerach Shemes Boy Moshe Rabon. Moshe their Rebbe, Moshe their leader, passed away on this month. It wasn't just because Moshe was a great person, 
but he was happy that he was in the time in which Moshe, their leader, passed, passed away. What does it mean? It means that according to his understanding, Moshe Rabbeinu was the Roya, Moshe was the shepherd leading the Yidden and pre protecting the Yidden, keeping them safe. When Moshe Rabbeinu disappears, Yidden becomes become unprotected, vulnerable. His simcha was from the fact that Moshe, the leader, left them to themselves. Yes, there was a mitas Aaron in the Chodesh of, but Aaron was not the Roye. Aaron was not the leader of the Israel. He was one of the great leaders, but he was not the Roye of the Israel. So therefore, his passing doesn't signal a weakness or vulnerability of the Yidden, as much as the passing of Moshe. That's why he thought this was the best time. We still now need to understand how is the, the birth, the day of the birth, Mechaper cancels out, cleans up the day of the death. Um, the fact that Moshe passed away on the day of his birth shows to a certain, a certain Shlemus. Um, as it says, Ben and as mentioned the Gemara saying, this is the day I reach a certain Shlemus. A Shlemus in which you see clearly that not only he was born on that day, but the fact that he was born on the same day that he passed away, in itself it shows that is a Yom Zakai. It shows that there is a huge, a huge power to that day, a great schus related to Moshe Rabbeinu on that day, from the fact that he was born on the same day that he passed away. So that could have count as a great thing. But there is something a lot deeper than this. The day of Moshe Rabbeinu's birth, we're told that Nismale Abayis Kulo Oiro, when he was born, the whole house filled up with light. What is that light? That's the light of the Torah that he was going later on to give to us. Nitmale Abayit Kulo Ora. The house filled up with light. We will see later more in details the concept of Oira. Zu Torah, that the Torah of the Torah that Moshe is about to give us eight years later already filled up the house at the moment of his birth. That shows on a great Gilui, right? Now we know on the Jewish calendar, anytime something great happened once, it repeats itself every year. When that date comes back on the calendar, it repeats itself. So therefore, a great gilui that took place at the time of Moshe Rabbeinu's passing, uh, birth happened 120 times by the time Moshe Rabbeinu passed away. So if you count through history, by the time the years of Haman come about, there was, one minute, by the time that the, that the, that by the time that the passing of Moshe Rabbeinu took place, 
there has been already 119 times in the past, a gilui that comes and repeats itself. By the time that Haman came up with his xayra, there was the effect of Moshe Rabbeinu's passing, but it was also the effect of Moshe Rabbeinu's birth. And the effect of Moshe Rabbeinu's birth was 119 times more, had occurred 119 times more than the effect of, of his passing. How, do, how does that work? Well, how does that work is that any time, look, you see, the day of Matan Torah, it happened 3,336 years ago. And yet, every year when it comes, the day of Matan Torah, that Gilui repeats itself. We make sure to go, stay, stay up a whole night, go to Shul, listen to Asasadibres. It's because there's a spiritual revelation that takes place, similar, or at least in a spiritual sense, to the one that took place the first time. And the same happens every single Yom Tov. Any time there is something in history that we commemorate that date, it's not only because we mention it and it's in the calendar. The Arizal says about a Pasuk, a Pasuk that is written in the Megillah, Ayamim Ayelen Iskarim Venasim. These days are mentioned and practiced. And the Arizal says, when you mention and remember those days, so then you are bringing about that same Giloi that it should be Nasim, it should actually happen and take, take place again. So Ayami Malun Skarim Nasim of the Leda of Moshe Rabbeinu happened in history by the time Haman and until now, it will always be 119 times more often and therefore that then is passing and therefore it's a lot more powerful. But that will also, that will also Help us understand. Let me take you now to the next to the next dimension. There's a pasuk in Mishle that says, "Toiv shem mishem and toiv, ve'yoyim hamaves miyoyim hivaldoi." A good name, a good reputation, is better than good oil than good merchandise. Meaning that having a good reputation is better than being rich. And yoyim hamaves, the day of death is better than Yom Ivaldoi than the day of birth, than the day of birth. The connection between the beginning of the Pasuk and the end of the Pasuk, the Mephashim is saying like this. When a person is born, we have no idea what he's going to be. Everything when it comes to birth of a person is Be'elem, as we mentioned earlier, we have no idea what he's going to be. And on the other hand, when a person dies, we know exactly what was his life about. So therefore, in the same way that having a good name is better than having good merchant, good merchandise, having a good reputation only comes really fully on the day of one's death. So therefore, Yamamaves Mioimivaldoi, the day of birth, the day of death is stronger and better than the day of birth in the same way that a good reputation is better than having good assets. This pasuk seems to contradict what Rashi tells us. Rashi told us, The day of birth is worthy enough, powerful enough to cancel out the effect of the death. But the pasuk tells us exactly the opposite. 
Toiv. How does that go together? The Ebbe explains that, in fact, it's not a contradiction because the Pasuk applies to regular people. Indeed, for regular people, when one is born, we have no idea what he's going to be. And only when he's dead, we know what his life was and we know of his accomplishments. So, therefore, the birth is everything is really in jeopardy. It's a toss of a coin. That is not applicable to Moshe Rabbeinu. When Moshe Rabbeinu was born, we already knew who is going to be. That is going to be a great person. As a matter of fact, when he was born and Ismaile Abayis Kulo Oiro, and the house filled up completely with light, Miriam says, Noilad Israel. It is clear when actually the Gemara says that Miriam had told. Amram, if only you will have another child, you should know this is the child that's going to save the Yid. And Amram agreed and had another child. He was Moshe, and when he was born, and the Gemara says, Kivan, as soon as he saw that that the whole house filled up with light, he went over to Miriam, Nishko al Roisha, he kissed her head, and he said, Niskaimo Nevuasech. Your nevuah has been fulfilled. It is clear from the moment he was born, the light that came into the house, that this is Moshiach Shel Yisrael. So we cannot say that concept of that the birth is only bekoyach, so to speak. It's only a potential. And the death is the gilui where we'll know what the person will be. We cannot say that. Because at the moment of his birth, we already knew what great of a person he will be. So therefore, that Pasuk cannot contradict what Rashi says. But we're still left with one point here. Logically, how is death cancelled out by birth? I mean, chronologically, it seems to be exactly the opposite, if you go in order. Right? So the Rebbe answers this question by saying that Moshe, his whole Indian of Moshe is Emes. Moshe Emes, Vetoirasoi Emes. Okay? What? Moshe is Emes, his Torah is Emes, and Emes el Torah. Moshe Emes refers to Torah as well. Nismale Abayis Kulo Oira, we say Oira Zu Torah as I mentioned. Moshe's Indian is Emes. Emes, I actually mentioned it in the last shiur, that Emes is equal to eternity. Because Emes is the first letter and the last letter of the Aleph base, going through the middle letter of the Aleph base. And when something from beginning to the end through the middle remains exactly the same, that is the concept of Nitzchius. So when we say Moshe Emes, Vetoirasai Emes, in the same way that the Torah is eternal, as we elaborated upon it last uh, lesson, Moshe is also eternal, and that's why the Gemara in Saita says something shocking. Moshe Rabbeinu Loimes. That actually Moshe is not dead. Now, 
I'll get to that in a second. In what sense is he not dead? But if we're talking about eternity, when does the eternity begins? Not at the death of Moshe Rabbeinu, but at his birth. That's when his eternal life started. Started at his birth. Let's backtrack. Moshe, let's backtrack. Haman was happy. Why after the month of Adar? Because this is the time of Moshe Rabbeinu passed away. This is what he knew. And what was that a great simcha to him? Because he says, he, he is not here, he left us. We are now vulnerable. And if vulnerable, anything could happen to us, chas v'shalem. Comes the birth of Moshe, in which the emes of Moshe started. The light of Moshe shone, shined for those who don't know English, through the house already, which means that the Nitzchius of Moshe started the Torah, which is Nitzchi. Moshe, who's all Indian, is Emes and Nitzchius, started at his birth. And that's why the Gemara says, Veloyada, and he didn't know that he was also born, born on that day, and therefore we are not vulnerable. We are still under Moshe's protection. Now let me just explain a different often. What is the idea of Moshe being alive right now? We know two things that really mark Moshe's personality. Moshe took us out of Mitzrayim. Moshe gave us the Torah. Both in Yonim are something that we are supposed to live through every single day. Bechol doyr vadoyr, chayavadam so if every day we are supposed to look at ourselves, the Rambam says not only Bechol Doyer Vadoyer, but Bechol Yoim Vayoim. Altrebbe mentions it as well. Every day we have to consider ourselves coming out of Mitzrayim. How are we coming out of Mitzrayim? In the Koyach of Yitzhak Mitzrayim the first time. Moshe Rabbeinu took us out of Mitzrayim. And gave us the koyach to come out of our own individual Mitzrayim every single day. And when we practice our Yitzhak Mitzrayim every day, we are actually bringing Moshe alive. Moshe's life is being channeled through our Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Every day we're supposed to learn Torah and fill it as if today, as if today we just got it from our Sinai. Because the Torah is Nitzchis, and so is Moshe Rabbeinu. And every day we are learning Torah and we say, Noisen Torah. when you say Birkas Torah, we're saying in the present tense. Today you gave us the Torah. Hashem gave us the Torah through Moshe. Today. So Moshe Rabbeinu is alive through our Avaidah. That's why we did not answer, that's why the Gemara did not answer what I would have suggested as a simple answer. And Haman didn't know that the Yodzeit of a Tzaddik is a great Ezrotzen for the Yidin. It's because the emphasis over here is not about Istalkus, about Elem. The emphasis over here is about the Gilui and the Nitzchius of this Gilui. About the eternity of Moshe Rabbeinu. Take by the other Tzadikim, there is that concept of a Istalkus and therefore there is a great Schus that comes through the Pe'ule, the effect of the Yotzeit. 
being that the neshama on the outside goes up, goes up to a higher level, so then the schus then comes down upon us from afar, from somewhere above. That's the effect, the pe'ule of a yotzeit, of tzaddikim. But if we, if we talk about Moshe Rabbeinu as being alive and present, Moshe Rabbeinu being eternally with us, that is coming from a different direction. And if the whole point of it of Haman was vulnerability, that doesn't apply. And that's Nitzchius, which is emphasized by the oira, by the light, is, is, is really symbolized by his, by his birth and not the other way around. And the oira from all of this is that there are moments in which um, we see days that are Yom Zakai, <coughs> an auspicious day, but an auspicious day that is also associated perhaps with some type of a sadness. So we have to realize that there are, on the other hand, those moments that are auspicious days in which that sadness, part of it is bichlal, not even mentioned. And on the contrary, and over here, the Rebbe says that the inner of Kapare is not only an atonement, but it's also a cleanup and a removal. Okay? Like Chipper uh, and has to clean up the Mizbeach. This is the, the, the word also used. That the effect of the Gilui and the Nitzchius of Moshe Rabbeinu is there in a way in which he wipes out completely anything that is in Yonim Bilti Ritzuim, any negative aspect of such a day. And therefore, all that is left to us is the union of Simcha, Vetuv, Levav. I'd like to just finish by uh, dedicating this whole concept that we discussed that relate to the Yotzeit of Moshe Rabbeinu and uh, the power of his birth uh, to... Leilu Nishmas, my shver, whose today is his Yotzeit, Yitzchak Yaakov ben Reb Moshe. The Neshama should have a Lie, and Ali Yidden Ayeshiyeh.